Hey everyone, welcome back to this episode of the Three Levels Renewables, where we dive deep into fascinating topics together in three levels of depth and perspectives. In the beginning of September, I get the opportunity to talk to a couple folks from the European energy industry. They're both from policy and natural gas. I find it really fascinating how each EU member countries just put on collaborative effort by default. Our conversations were around all the links happening in Europe, meaning gas and oil pipelines, hydrogen backbones, how electricity market is connected, and how Europe is connected in the offshore too, meaning how ports and sea routes work together to transport different type of energy commodities. We also talked about EU countries' effort to become independent of Russia. So today, let's discuss how EU is connected from energy perspective, specifically how European Union and post-Soviet Union energy market linked together, and what are the impact and changes since the beginning of Russian and Ukraine war. We'll be looking at electricity market, natural gas market, and crude oil market as our three levels. Level one: How natural gas market linked in EU. In 2021, Europe primarily relies on Russia as its main natural gas supplier, accounting for approximately 45 percent of European imports back in 2021. Norway follows as the second largest supplier at 24 percent, with Algeria at 11 percent. There are also smaller contributions from the United Kingdom, United States, and Qatar. Gas transportation primarily occurs through extensive pipelines, although there is a growing trend in deliveries via liquefied natural gas, LNG, carriers, and ports. Historically, from Russia during the era of Soviet Union, the Brotherhood Pipeline, also known as West Siberian Pipeline or Trans-Siberian Pipeline. Which is the part of the Brotherhood network passed through Ukraine was a destination to Slovakia. It used to play a significant role, facilitating 80% of Russian natural gas transit. As of August 2023, the pipeline is one of the two Russian export gas pipeline. Which still continue transporting gas to Europe. In February 2023, the volume of gas delivered through the pipeline was reported to be around 40 to 43 mcm per day, or 15.7 bcm per year, which is around 50 percent of the design capacity of the pipeline. The Yemo Europe gas pipeline, located further north in Yemo Peninsula and West Siberia, stretches 4,100 kilometers and passes through Belarus and Poland. Gazprom, the state-owned natural gas company in Russia, halted gas supplies back in 2022. Nord Stream, initiated back in 2005, is a direct gas pipeline connecting Russia and Germany. It traverses the Baltic Sea, avoiding Belarus, Ukraine, and Poland. Both the Nord Stream One and Two pipelines were heated with a series of explosions, and they are still under investigation. Right now, Norway is the biggest gas supplier to Europe. Norway's natural gas is transported to European Union through a network of pipelines. The main pipelines are first Europipe Two. This pipeline transports natural gas from Norwegian continental to Germany. It has a capacity of 24 billion cubic meters per year. Baltic Pipe. 
This pipeline was commissioned last September to connect Europipe Two in Denmark to Poland. It has a capacity of 10 billion cubic meters per year. We also have Lango. This pipeline transports natural gas from Norway to United Kingdom. It has a capacity of 26 billion cubic meters per year. Algeria also plays an important role. Algeria's natural gas is transported to European Union through two major pipelines. The first one, Transmed, the Transmediterranean pipeline. This pipeline transports natural gas from Algeria to Italy via Tunisia and Sicily. It has a capacity of 30 billion cubic meters per year. We also have Madgas. This pipeline transports natural gas from Algeria to Spain. It has the capacity of 8 billion cubic meters per year. The Transmed pipeline is the larger of the two pipelines, and it's the main route through which Algeria exports its natural gas to Europe. The Madgas pipeline is a newer pipeline, and it was commissioned back in 2011. Level two, how oil market is connected in EU. Similar to natural gas market, oil market is highly integrated and connected to through various oil pipelines and sea routes. The major pipelines are the Rosebud pipeline, also called Friendship pipeline, and then the Comcom pipeline. And it is one of the world's longest oil pipeline. This pipeline transports oil from Russia to a number of EU member states, including Poland. Austria, Germany, Hungary, Slovakia, and then the Czech Republic. From the info that I can find, the northern branch of the Drozba pipeline, which transports oil to Poland and Germany, is currently operating. But the northern branch of the Drozba pipeline, which transports oil from Russia to Ukraine, Slovakia, Hungary, and the Czech Republic, is currently not operating since May 2022 due to the sanctions imposed on Russia by European Union. The northern branch of the pipeline is currently exempt from the sanctions. This is because Poland and Germany are heavily reliant on Russian oil. We also have the Transalpine oil pipeline (TAL). This pipeline transports oil from Italy to Germany and has a capacity of 43 million tons per year. In addition, there's also Central European pipeline systems. This is one of the several NATO pipeline systems, and it transports oil from Adriatic Sea to Czech Republic, Slovakia, and Hungary. It crosses France, Germany, Luxembourg, Belgium, and the Netherlands. In terms of sea routes. Both the North Sea, which is a major oil-producing region, and then a major hub for oil shipping, as well as the Mediterranean Sea, which ships Middle East and North Africa oil transported to refinery and storage facility in Europe by tanker. Level three: How electricity market is connected. Electricity can be transmitted freely between EU member states. This interconnection is made possible by a network of high voltage power lines that connect electricity grids of different EU member states. The EU electricity market is also integrated through a number of common market rules. These rules help to ensure the electricity market is fair and competitive. They also help to promote the development of renewable energy and to reduce greenhouse gas emission.
Two organizations play important roles in this integration. One organization is the EU-European Power Exchange (EPEXPA). It operates the wholesale market for power trading across 13 European countries. Last year in 2022, 611 terawatt hour have been traded on EPEX spot platform, which is one third of the yearly European electricity consumption. It brings together nearly 350 companies, including producers, suppliers, grid operators, industrial consumers, enabling them to place orders in various markets. The market includes day ahead auction, intraday auction. Aftermarket, local flexibility products, capacity trading, and spot auctions for GOs, which stands for guarantees of origin. Really quickly to go over Dayhead Market, which operates daily, provide reference prices, and are considered a European benchmark. Intraday markets offer flexibility for managing forecast errors, adjusting positions, and trading for a finer timescale. Another key organization of the EU electricity market is the European Network of Transmission System. So the ENTSO is a network of electricity transmission system operators (TSOs) from all over Europe, and it's responsible for coordinating the operation of European electricity grid for ensuring the electricity that is delivered reliably. All right. Today we discuss how EU is highly integrated and then connected from the energy perspective, specifically on electricity, natural gas, and crude oil market. Until next time, bye.